0: You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD One Columbia.
1: Hello, Radioland. It is Wednesday, March 27th. Can you believe that we're almost done with March?
0: It is almost the last month of classes.
2: Awesome. It's always April.
0: It's crazy.
1: April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> skr, skr. It doesn't feel, it. I don't feel spring outside though. I know. Do y'all feel spring?
0: It's still been chilly in the mornings. I don't like it. Puxatani Puck, feel a lot.
1: It was pretty chilly this morning. Yeah. It's going to be pretty chilly tomorrow also. So make sure you stay tuned through the rest of the show for the news upcoming. We have some national news. We have some international news. We have some politics. We have some opinion a little bit of everything for your Wednesday show. As always, if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, jokes, or you just want to chat, you can feel free to give us a call. Our number is 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC. If you can't reach us on the phones, you can feel free to reach us on the web. We are on Facebook and Twitter by searching WUSC News. If you need to get a hold of the station, the phone number is the same, but the handles are different. You can find the station on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching WUSC FM. We will be right back with those stories and more after this quick station break.
0: Hi, I'm Jeff Gordon, and this year you'll find me not only racing on the NASCAR circuit, but walking alongside children and their families who have been touched by cancer. Join me and thousands of others in supporting the CureSearch Walk. Funds raised support the life-saving research and treatment of children with cancer at more than 200 hospitals in the U.S., including one in your neighborhood. Together, we can conquer children's cancer. Register today at CureSearchWalk.org.
1: And we're back. First up, we have some some nice little U.S. news What we got there, Justin.
2: In the wake of the opioid crisis, many renowned museums have announced they will no longer accept donations from the Sackler family. The Sackler family are a philanthropic family who regularly donated to museums around the country, including the Met. Sackler-owned Purdue Pharmacy and have settled a $270 million lawsuit, which claims its opioids contributed to thousands of people's deaths. Purdue and several other firms have been identified as drug companies who use deceptive practices to sell opioids. The company falsely downplayed the addictive and dangerous effect of opioids and overly stated the range of its conditions. President and CEO of The Met conducted a review of their gift acceptance policies. The Smithsonian is also a museum who accepted donations from the Sackler family and even dedicated a gallery to author M. Sackler in 1987. The Smithsonian defended the donations and gallery by noting it opened in 1987 and eight years before OxyContin was approved for sale. Interesting. That's pretty interesting. What do you think about that? So, can I give me a little synopsis of that? So, basically, the museums have stopped selling. Um, I mean, the museums have stopped accepting donations from the Sackler family due to the opioids crisis because oh. the Sackler family owns the Purdue
0: Pharmacy. Oh, interesting. Yeah,
2: so... I'm like, you know, we're in a terrible time with the opioids. It's like, an, I think it's mm-hmm. a national emergency, actually, isn't it? I believe so.
0: Yeah. So, um, that's a good move on their part. Yeah, but I, I think for sure.
2: I think the problem is like museums that have accepted donations from them and have like dedicated and given, um, their family like, galleries or whatever. And the museums are having difficulty now because I mean they're being sued for mm-hmm. pretty much killing people. So.
0: Yeah, and then when you walk into a museum and you see their name like plastered onto like a really nice work of art I'm, I'm sure not only the museum but also the artist kind of feels bad about seeing that near near their work or someone seeing that in their museum oh yeah
2: I mean it happens it's not even museums necessarily it's like all around you know maybe it's just not like
0: yeah it's yeah
2: a diff- it's like a, it's a problem everywhere I feel yeah, like yeah so. so
0: so they're doing they've they've donated in like They've got their names like plastered on other stuff too for their donations and stuff like that. No, I mean
2: like just in the museum specifically. But I'm talking about like it's not just this family. They're just you know the first ones to be um told told oh, about it. You okay. know. So yeah, it's like yeah, I see. But you know what I'm saying. So yeah, they're just getting iffy now. People usually will take money from anywhere, but now that the museums aren't taking money because of this, it's pretty a big deal.
1: Yeah, it is a crazy crazy crisis. But I. I have to wonder, like, what's going to happen next? Because, you know, the opioids are just going to be replaced with with something else.
2: Oh, yeah. They probably will. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens.
0: Yeah. Because I feel like eventually either the opioid crisis will become something that's so, like, normally like not normally seen i don't i don't want to diminish the fact that it that it mm-hmm. is definitely a crisis and it is a big problem but i feel like if it goes on for long enough it'll start to just kind of become the norm of oh there's the opioid crisis going on but if uh-huh. it eventually does become fixed or does there is like a solution to it that really quells the issue and fixes the problem i feel like eventually some other sort of self-harming thing like opioids, like alcohol, or things like that will just kind of replace it.
1: Alright. Well, we're going to take a quick station break, and we will be right back with some opinions and some politics. So buckle in. We're going to try to not get too heated, and uh, we'll see where this day takes us. We'll be right back after this quick break.
2: Don't run on the side of the pool. You
0: just might slip might break your neck or your toe or your cranium crack your nose are femur and ischium clavicle scapula radius fibula tibula ilium too don't run on
2: the side of the pool
1: all right y'all we are back and it's time to rock and roll we're gonna we're going to do this. We don't do politics very often, so it's a little bit of an exception, but we're going to have some thoughts now. We have three yeah. different categories of politicians running for, for 2020, Republicans, the Democrats, and the Independent. Yep. So normally, whenever there is a sitting president, people from hi- from his, traditionally, his party don't run for the election because it's seen as splitting the party.
0: Correct. Right.
1: This year, a Republican Ben Weld has just announced he's going to run on the Republican ticket. Interesting. Thoughts.
2: Um who is he? <laughs> That's why I don't even know who he is. He <laughs> is
1: a former governor of Massachusetts. He announced that he was had an exploratory committee about mid-February and he just announced a few weeks ago that he was running. Oh, okay. Th- yeah.
2: that, uh, now I see, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I feel like m- a lot of people we have are Obviously, most people, uh, most people we have on this ticket are in um, politics to s- some extent. I do think we have the um, CEO of something running. Was don't we? was
2: it Starbucks? He's independent, yeah. though. Is oh he yeah. independent? I don't. I'm pretty sure he's independent, and I think that the Democrats were like upset about that because they didn't—they thought he was going to take votes away from their ballot, and so they were like, "Don't let him run." And well, they yeah. probably
1: will, because yeah. <laughs> um, politics. But should, should the party? You th- should. Do you think the parties should split like this, or do you think it's just trying to stay I mean, unified? I,
0: h- how wh- he announced this today?
1: No. When um, a couple weeks ago? Like yeah, he announced ago. it a couple weeks ago. Okay.
0: I feel like the party is always going to be split. I mean, there's
2: nothing you can really do about it. I feel like it's just going to be split, and whoever likes who's the most is just the front runner. I mean, I feel like there's been always an issue and like a conversation of let's be unified, but it's like it's hard to be unified when, you know, there's different factors at play.
1: Unified as a nation or unified as a party? I think as
0: a party. And even as a nation, you know, I mean. I, I really think it's going to be a while we kind of see something because I definitely think he needs some time to get out there and start spreading like his views his policies or what he's planning on doing and then I think we'll definitely start to see if there will be a big split or not um, I think that so his that's sp-
2: the thing. I feel like they spend so much time talking about what they're gonna do instead of doing it so it's like how much exactly can you, like, dive into that? all right well we're
1: gonna take a quick break to digest all this and we'll be right back in just a second 1-800-222-1222 1-800-222-1222 If you think it might be poison, then the first thing you should do is call 1-800-222-1222 Poison is the kind of thing you're not supposed to touch All prescriptions, cleaning stuff, or spider bites and such If you swallowed something bad or think you took too much, call the Poison Control Center Hotline. We're the people you can trust. For poison emergencies or just questions, the Poison Control Center Hotline is here 24-7 with the expert help you need. Free and confidential. We hope you never need us, but keep our number by the phone. 1-800-222-1222 1-800-222-1222 If you think it might be poison and you don't know what to do, call one eight hundred two 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 one two two two. 222 1222 And we're back. We're back? We're back. Hello. So, two other big topics that are always surround... The elections are mm-hmm. that of the Electoral College and m- multiple parties.
2: Mm-hmm. What do you mean?
1: Um, on which one?
2: Like, so like the Electoral College and multiple parties. So like how like. They're oh, like not together. But oh, okay. they
1: both just come up. Should we get rid of the Electoral College? Which a lot of candidates have said, yes, good riddance. And then, you know just just some some folks i've been talking to around campus because a lot of people do think that from my from my gathering of just talking to people a lot of people think we should have multiple parties um which to tackle first
2: do parties even matter anymore or are people just voting for whoever they
0: that's my whole thing Any parties matter i definitely think parties still matter
1: um i don't think
2: like after this election like that he just won like you don't think it's going to open the door for more celebrities and stuff to come out and start running
1: Mm -mm. I mean even if they do they're still going to join a party Mm -hmm. exactly So.
0: yeah if we saw loss of parties it would just kind of be a pool of what's going on yeah I mean we're
1: always going to have parties but should we have and a lot of people say we should have more than two probably won't happen because the way we're set up but
2: I I love parties (laughs) (laughs) um so, what do you guys think about the Electoral College? Do you think Electoral College or Popular Vote? Which I one?
0: know, I know, I think it was Elizabeth Warren just came out mm-hmm. s- saying that she thinks we should uh, get rid of it completely. I mean, I think m- it's really hard to get rid of, though.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that would be a, an amendment, a constitutional mm. amendment. Isn't, which would isn't
0: the U.S. the only country that doesn't go by popular vote?
1: I. 100% don't know but that does sound like something I we think do yeah i, I think
0: mean, it is there's some
2: countries i don't even get to vote you
0: know it's true that is true that's very true we we so. do have the privilege of being able to vote however the countries that mm. the other countries that also have the privilege to vote all seem to work in a way that's a good bit better than us i mean i still our, our government works well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
1: it serves its purpose. Yes,
0: yes, um, but I feel like they have figured out a way that seems to make the majority of their population happy, and there is a majority here that is not happy with how our um, our voting system works.
1: Do you think that just purely has to do with the size of our country?
0: That might be.
2: I mean, I feel, ex- I feel like there is going to be people that's unhappy everywhere, so.
0: That's true.
1: You know who may be unhappy across the pond coming up?
0: Ooh, yeah. Uh, Theresa May is um, saying that she is going to be uh, leaving the U.K., um, stepping down from her position after the Brexit deal happens. However, um, also happening in the U.K. and um, So, yeah, happening in the U.K., they're going to be setting – this is all across Europe, actually – But um, the U.K. is going to set a um, speed limiter, uh, vehicle speed limiters across Europe and across the U.K. So basically what this is, is um, this is from uh, BBC News um, and it says the Department for Transport said the system would apply in the U.K. despite Brexit. Um, So the way speed limiting technology works is that um, a GPS would work out where the car is uh, on the road and sends the local speed limit to the dashboard of that car. Um, the car also, uh, this would start to be integrated into newer cars, um, but the car would use a sign recognition camera that's put into the front of the car that would be able to read uh, speed limit signs. The car then uses this information to help the driver keep the vehicle below the speed limit, and then um, if absolutely necessary, the driver can override the system by pushing the accelerator, but it can only do it for a certain amount of time. Um, This is set to go into effect in um, 2022, and the EU says the plan could help avoid 140,000 serious injuries by 2038 and aims to ultimately cut road deaths to zero by 2050.
1: I have so many questions right now that I know you don't have all the answers to, but some of them include... Won't there be a lot of speeding by older cars, comparatively, and also yeah.
2: I mean, People just people just start buying older cars instead of newer cars.
1: Isn't this gonna be really expensive to implement? Like, yeah, in I feel like that would really hike up the cost of new cars.
0: Yeah, I
2: wonder if Teresa wanted to leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Can I>? Um. <laughs> um. So yeah, for sure. Um, it's saying. I really think this this is something that they're aiming for, for far, far future that they're they're starting it now and and now, now it's not going to make that big of a difference, but by 2050, we're going to see a lot of change if this begins to work and go through because as newer cars come out, a lot of them are included with backup cameras, front cameras, sensors, all that sort of stuff um and in 2050 like even now those cars have front cameras and then in 2050 you're not going to see people who's who are going to want to really have a car without some of those features i don't
1: want a car without a backup camera
0: (laughs) exactly i mean
1: i'm i'm real i'm reliant i'm addicted i'll admit it (laughs) like i learned how to drive without one but i drive so much better with yeah i mean i would still
2: hit one with one or without (laughs) one so
1: so in when we're 70 we can come back and, and talk about that and yeah. talk about what's happening over in the e- or we may all be living over there by that point. So
2: are we? Could yeah. Be dead. <laughs> I mean yeah, I, I mean, kidding, well,
1: I'd, I'd hope I hope I live past seventy. But <laughs> Me too. Um,
0: how do you guys think this would work if it was here? How do you think people would take it? It wouldn't.
1: I <laughs> feel <laughs> it like it would, would not actually work. be really well. I feel like. I don't want someone controlling my car. I feel know. like South Carolina needs to get like you know the DUI situation under control, but South yeah. Carolina like continuously ranks so high. It does for it's accidents. insane. True. I feel like
0: we also have wor- Maybe it's the worst the roads
2: and not the cars though. Maybe it's because the Pretty roads. Pretty sure are it's
1: so. not the cars or the roads, but the drivers. The driver, exactly. that's <laughs> what it is. Exactly. Um, I feel like it'd be really beneficial because. Yep. Especially because there is so much, which I, I they they have cross country driving, or we just have like cross state driving, yep. but you know everything I feel like can change really quickly. Um,
0: I I feel like it's it's sort of kind of being implemented through definitely the upper class right now because right. because like people with Teslas Teslas are able to. Um, they work with like Google and Apple Maps, and they know the speed limits in certain areas, and they'll like alert the driver if they're they going they over the speed limit. Like an autopilot will.
2: What? Wait a second. Wait a second.
1: Okay, but sometimes if you just like hop on the interstate, or like you don't always know what the speed limit is because on the interstate I feel like I feel like just you're just like guessing. Yeah. If you're
2: just gonna go by the other cars, I think you're good. But
1: on the interstate, you know? all but the, but the other cars. That one speed. person that's
2: like flying. You know they're gonna get pulled over.
1: I mean, I feel like people speed a lot. I mean, I, I, I ha- hand raised guilty <laughs> as charged, but I mean, depending on where you are, especially if you're new to an area, like by the time like you've lived somewhere for a while, you just know like this street is like 45 miles an hour and this one's yeah. like 70 because we're not in town anymore. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you you're new to somewhere, I feel like that could be really beneficial in just having something tell you. Yeah. But right. I'm I'm concerned right now, not concerned, but. So the Teslas like say it on like the GPS. Is there just like a so, button that pops up so in yeah. a hologram? Um, it's so like an extra I've, mirror. That I've,
0: gotten to, like I've gotten to I've gotten to in a couple Teslas. Oh, okay. I, I'm a friggin Tesla nerd, oh. as you can tell by my jacket. Um, but uh, so when you're driving, there's there's like a big screen in Teslas that's like in the middle for like in your the, in GPS. Center, yeah, in okay. the center console. It's basically a big. It's like a giant iPad almost, but it it locks when you're driving and it just shows GPS. Okay. Um, and there's a speed limit on there. And if you get above the speed limit, it'll like beep and the speed limit sign will flash red on there. But if you're an autopilot, it'll self control the speed and match other cars around it if it seems to be going. What over. happens
1: when you're on the interstate and you're just like going 20 over the whole thing? <laughs> Your crime. car is just beeping and the you entire just time. It's got a beep in the back
0: It'll, it'll, it'll it beep and, and, and let you know, but it, it won't go continuously.
1: Hey, don't
2: Tesla's parallel park themselves?
0: They can park themselves. Yes. I've, I've yeah been, God. I've been in one that parks itself. It's, it's creepy, man.
1: Well, cool. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit mind blown. R- mind, Yeah. My mind is a little bit <laughs> shaken <laughs> by like, I we'll you a, no maybe deal. my is <laughs> just not fancy. like my, I've noticed on my iPhone when I pull up maps, like it'll say like cheap, like speed limit 35. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Waze is really good about that stuff too.
1: But the fact that, like, your car can li- – I mean, obviously, like, your car knows how fast it's going because of <laughs> speedometers, <laughs> yeah. but yeah,
2: – um a big thing right in the center of it.
1: <laughs> that's a thing. Well, with that, we are out of time. Um, right now, it is 52 degrees outside, which it does not feel like, in my opinion. I think no. it's a little bit chilly. And it'll be 34 tonight, so a nice drop. Tomorrow, it'll be about 61, with a low of 49. And throughout your weekend, you know, we're back to this really weird southern weather where you just never know. Um, Sunday is going to be really chilly. Saturday is going to be pretty nice. Friday is going to be like, who knows? You know, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, that's the way. That's what all <laughs> that's weather cha- <laughs> channels should say. We'll see. Step <laughs> outside yeah. for accurate reading. <laughs> uh, my favorite my <laughs> weather thing I've ever seen was a rock like a weather yeah. picture of a rock and it's like if rock's wet it's raining or it has rained if rock is frozen it's freezing you know if rock is like cold it's cold outside
0: yeah. Yeah. and there's one it's like if rock is missing run <laughs> something like that <laughs>
2: I think April's around the corner May's around the corner it's gonna get a little bit hotter up oh yeah here. we're <laughs> hoping
1: well that's all the time that we have for today we will see you again on Friday from 6 to 6 30 or sooner if you check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Until then, have a great night. I guess it's nighttime now. I was going to say day, but it's not. Or if you're listening online, have a great insert time here. Bye, y'all.
0: This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.